0: The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is the Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. And I'm your host, Sam, here to recap a busy weekend of racing with Formula One in Hungary. The NASCAR Camping World Truck Series hit the dirt in Eldora. And the NASCAR Xfinity and Spring Cup Series were at the world-famous Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We'll get things rolling with Formula 1 in Hungary for the Hungarian Grand Prix. Nico Rosberg would edge out Lewis Hamilton in qualifying, but Hamilton would return the favor heading into Turn 1 once the lights went out. Daniel Ricciardo and Hamilton would flank both sides of Rosberg's Mercedes when the race went green, with Hamilton getting the lead coming out of Turn 1, as Rosberg would climb back up from 5th after his rough start. Hamilton would go on to score win number 5 of 2016 in Hungary, Rosberg would manage to fight back for 2nd, and Daniel Ricciardo would take the final step on the podium in his Red Bull. The NASCAR Camper Roll Truck Series would take their annual trip to play in the dirt in Eldora for the running of the Aspen Dental Eldora Dirt Derby. Dirt regular Bobby Pierce would dominate the race before transmission issues would put him in the middle of the pack. Pierce would manage to fight his way back to the leader, Kyle Larson, before tagging the wall, knocking the right rear tire off of the rim, sending Pierce around and into the inside wall. It would be all Kyle Larson in the closing laps as Larson would cruise to his first NASCAR Camper World Truck Series win in Eldora. Here's what Larson had to say post-race. It's, uh... Feels good.
1: Um, you yeah, I was, came close, uh, the first two years, really close, and, uh, just didn't, uh, wasn't able to get it done. You know, probably didn't drive smart enough. Uh, in in you know how to overdrive uh, our truck because I don't think we I know we weren't as good as we were this year on uh, this GMS racing truck. So, um, just hats off to Jeff and, and everybody on the team for for preparing a, a great piece. Uh, we we struggled a little bit first practice I thought yesterday, but second practice we really came on and. Um, really stood out as the best truck and, uh, you know, the track was way different tonight than it was yesterday for practice, but, um, you know, we were able to free up some, uh, before qualifying and, uh, you know, we we're pretty good in the heat race
0: and, and, uh, I don't think we touched it really at all in the, in the feature there the NASCAR Xfinity Series be at the world-famous Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the Lily Diabetes 250. Kyle Busch would go on to dominate yet another Xfinity Series race, leading 62 out of 63 laps Saturday afternoon, and would have to hold off Kevin Harvick and Paul Menard on a late-race restart en route to his 7th Series win in 2016. Justin Allgaier would be the highest-finishing Xfinity Series regular, coming home in 5th. Here's what Kyle Busch had to say following his second consecutive breakyard win in the Xfinity Series. Um, well, my thoughts were on restarts, where to get really good ones, first of all.
1: And then, um, you know, I was able to do okay there on that second to last one. I felt like I got a pretty good jump and was able to be single file getting into turn one and uh, could kind of dictate my pace from there. And then the last one I felt like, um, you know, Harvick was pushing me just a little bit and then he kind of broke off and and it must have been because the one car was pushing him and uh, he, didn't, he didn't get more alongside of me, which I was kind of shocked about, you know, so I was able to again have um, my own way getting into turn one in my own lane and, and not have to worry about um, guys racing side by side by side with me and then down the backstretch uh, Harvick and Larson I think got side by side which kind of slow, slowed them down gave me a chance to get away a little bit so um, that was uh, sort of the the sealer for the coffin I guess and being able to put the race away and having the opportunity to cross that uh, restart line down the backstretch and and uh, know that there was whatever whatever flag was next was the end of the race.
0: The NASCAR Spring Cup Series would also be at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the Combat Wounded Coalition 400. Kyle Busch would pick up right where he left off in the Xfinity Series after he won the pole in qualifying Saturday. Busch and teammate Carl Edwards would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag. Greg Biffle would be the first driver to bring out the yellow flag for an incident on track. Biffle would lose a right front tire, sending his number 16 Ford Fusion hard into the outside wall, entering turn 1. This would bring out the caution on lap 56. Regan Smith would bring out the yellow flag for brushing the backstretch wall on lap 132. Regan would be able to hit pit road for repair and return to the track. On the following restart, Carl Edwards would slide the nose of his number 19, diving into turn one. Edwards would slide up the track into the 31 of Ryan Newman, setting both of those cars up and into the wall, absolutely destroying Edwards' number 19. When all the dust had settled, Ryan Blaney and Brad Keselowski would also be involved. This yellow flag would take the race into overtime. On the following restart, Clint Boyer and Trevor Bain would get together on the back straightaway as Bain was defending his position. Boyer would clip Bain, sending him into the infield wall, and Boyer spinning through the grass. This would bring out the yellow flag yet again, forcing NASCAR to make another attempt at a green-white checkered finish. On the next attempt at a restart, Jamie McMurray would try to cut in front of the number 14 of Tony Stewart, sending McMurray's car spinning into the grass and sliding back up onto the track into the already wounded 31 car of Ryan Newman. This would bring out the yellow flag one final time. On the following restart, the field would get away clean and make it past the overtime line making the race official kyle bush who absolutely dominated the race would go on to score his second consecutive win at the Brickyard and sweeping the weekend matt kenseth would come home in second jimmy johnson third denny hamlin and kyle arson would round out the top five in indy kyle bush would make history this weekend becoming the first nascar driver to sweep both qualifying and races in a weekend between the xfinity and the spring cup series here's what kyle bush had to say following his second consecutive Brickyard win
1: yeah, it's just uh, a great weekend for us and such a special weekend too, being able to win a Brickyard 400 and have that opportunity come to our way last year and then to be able to back it up and win again here this weekend was, uh, was special in, in its own right, you know, and then to add in the fact that we sat on both poles and we were able to win the Xfinity race yesterday and, and the Sprint Cup race today and, and do a sweep of the weekend two years in a row, that's, uh, that's something that probably doesn't come along very often. So I just can't say enough about the whole group of guys and, and people that are around us, around me and Adam and uh, and Joe with our opportunities that um, we've got with having fast race cars and Toyota support, M&M support, NOS Energy drink support, and it's just been fun. So, um, you know, we, we kind of had a down month there through the month of uh, June and July, June uh, especially, and uh, July is kind of picking back up a little bit. So it's cool to come
0: here and, and Sit on the pole and win the race. That's just really special here at Indy. Points as NASCAR gears up for Pocono. Kevin Harvick leads Brad Keselowski, Kurt Busch, Joey Logano, and Kyle Busch rounds out the top five in the NASCAR Spring Cup Series driver's point standings. Matt Kenseth was quiet for most of the afternoon, coming home with a solid second-place finish. Here's what Kenseth had to say post-race. Um, yeah, the last one we had, obviously the bottom was uh, was the choice, and um, but the 22 you know, I don't think anybody restarts better than him in the last handful of years, you know, especially that initial initial launch through the gears. So, um, you know, with him doing it outside, he did a spectacular job of still being beside Kyle when we got to turn one and I wasn't up there as close as I was hoping to get and uh, you know he cleared him I barely got under Joey and just I was really tight so I, I actually barely got by him and just barely held off the 48 and 11 but um, got through gears fine and got in position just um, you know couldn't do anything when I got there Join me Sunday as I get you set up for the Pennsylvania 400 from the Pocono Speedway as the NASCAR Spring Cup Series gears up for the tricky triangle Until then you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Saga Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page, where you can find the latest edition of The Sound of Speed, along with all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Check out the blog, where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free, and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for tonight. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up with everything you need to know as the NASCAR Spring Cup series gears up for Pocono. Until then, thanks for listening, and have a great week, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, mayor of the town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.